WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Every now and then, the little guy wins one when it comes to crime. Every now and then. And I have to start in Yonkers, New York. I am not joking. If you heard my promo for this show, this guy could play for the New York Jets, the NFL football team, a good Samaritan, a good Samaritan, clotheslined, woo, a suspected porch pirate as he was fleeing from the Yonkers PD. And the good Samaritan clotheslined him with a open street tackle, all caught on camera. Several different pieces of sound I want you to listen to. So I want to start with that one, right? If you're going to be a porch pirate, you may not want to do it in Yonkers, New York. Yonkers Police Department, Dispatcher 19. I just saw somebody on my ring camera. Steal two packages. Headquarters to 201. Caller is not home, but saw this on the ring camera. He took a box and a parcel. Camouflage jacket, white hoodie, gray sweatpants, black backpack. Excuse me. Hi. Stop right there. Stop. 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 Now, now that's the Yonkers officer, the police officer saying, stop, stop, stop. The man takes off running, something he should not have done. A Department of Public Works employee for Yonkers saw the man running, came out of his vehicle, clotheslined the suspect, and tackled him, and down to the ground he went. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. That's what it sounded like. And uh, the police cuffed the man, and this good Samaritan, uh, really, really stepped up. You don't make jokes about this next topic. And these two, they sound like they're being identified as journalists, but they sound like cameramen or soundmen, and they should be fired on the spot. Journalists caught on a hot mic. There's always a hot mic somewhere. Joking about, guess what? Assassinating former President Donald Trump. What's funny about that? What 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 what's what what's the big joke? Let me in on it. What what's funny? Two media members, their credentials should be yanked. In every city, we receive media credentials. You undergo uh, criminal investigations, or at least that's what I had to go through with the. Uh, with the uh, FBI and the Southern District of New York uh, to become an embed reporter. But you, you go through a process to be a credentialed reporter, and if you cross the line, you lose your credential. It's yanked. 
These two guys should not be working and their credentials should be taken away from them. You're about to hear it for yourself. They were cracking jokes over a hot mic Tuesday about former President Donald Trump being cut down by an assassin's bullet as they waited for him to appear at the federal courthouse in Washington. The unidentified male journalists, and it can't be that difficult to identify them, had their news cameras stationed outside the East Barrett uh, Prettyman U.S. courthouse when they started to make these quote-unquote jokes about the difficulties of getting a view of the 77-year-old 2024 Republican frontrunner. This is what these, I don't even know what the right word is to call them, but they should not be working journalists anymore. Even if he has his window open and he's hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side. <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like if he just pulls up like, like JFK. It's like a JFK. Like JFK. I think it's No, Maybe someone, just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. A convertible. It's very nice out. It's very nice out. He, he, he. Disgusting. They should lose their media credentials immediately and they should be fired from their news organizations. New York City students, American students forced to go remote as the city houses nearly 2,000 migrants at their school. So I'm sure you've heard the situation by now. The city evacuating 1,900 migrants from that controversial shelter at Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn amid safety concerns about the coming storm that could pack, you know, 70, uh, 70 mile per hour winds. But they displaced students at a school in Brooklyn. American students. And uh, yesterday we saw where when there was the protest uh, as it relates to the bridges, the man lost his cool, the driver, and got out of his car and started shoving the protesters, stating, get out of the way of my car, calling them stupid, telling them that they were break, calling them morons, that they were violating the law. And now I want you to hear the pain in this mother's voice as she was yelling and screaming at migrants because American children are being displaced when it comes to their education for migrants. How does it feel that you kicked all the kids out of school tomorrow? How does it feel? You feel good? I hope you feel good. I hope you all sleep really well tonight. Why are you yelling at them? That's 
you have to understand her pain, her frustration. She's a mama bear. Mama bears protect their children. Sometimes even if it means giving up their own life. Watch, and I'm serious about this, folks, because I have bears all the time uh, in my neighborhood. Uh, watch watch a, a, a cub, and whatever you do, that cub, and I've made this mistake, the cub is so cute, and let me go pet that cub. Don't ask what I was thinking. Because if you pet that cub, guess what's not too far from that cub? The mama bear. And the mama bear does not know that you are petting her cub. All she knows is danger, attack. Same thing with human beings. How do you displace Mayor Adams? You are screwing up. How do I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound cruel. If it meant that those 1900 uh, or whatever it was, the amount of kids uh, being displaced from, if it meant they would not have school for a week, then it means they don't have school for a week. But you don't displace American students. What is wrong with these people? Now, I will admit one thing. I am softening because I have zero sympathy for migrants, and I mean zero. Zero, because I saw the game they were running from day one. Nobody wants to put it out there like that. Free, free, free. That's what it is. Let's call it what it is. But but my position is softening a little bit. Boy, Adams finds himself in a pickle. So you know that the city has said you have 60 days, even families, 60 days in the shelter for migrants, then you have to leave the system, right? You can go reapply, but you have to get out. So what happens when those migrants have children? Now, up until about 5 a.m. this morning, my position was, I'm going to be completely honest with you folks, my position was, so what? That's your problem. That was my position. And then I saw a photo in the New York Post that complicated things for me. You can't, even though, even though it's a uh, free, 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 and these migrants are pimping the American people, you can't throw families, migrant families with children out of the shelter system. You just, you can't do it. And I never thought that I would say something like that, but a photo that I saw in the New York Post and um, I'm sure the migrants know how to play to everyone's uh, emotional state. But the photo I saw in the post was a little girl in the corner, and she had a hat on, and she was sitting down in the corner, and she was holding, I guess, her toddler sister. And the toddler was asleep. And I looked at the photo, and... My initial reaction was stop trying to run game, right? And I immediately got turned off by it and looked away. This is like this is like five o'clock in the morning. 
Sometimes I can't sleep. I'm up to 5 o'clock in the morning, and sometimes I'm looking through Insta- Instagram. I'm going to let you hear something in Instagram, on Instagram in just a second. We see all of uh, your calls coming in. We're going to go to them in just one second. But so I looked at the photo in the post, and my initial reaction was, ah, you're trying to game the system. And then I had to look back again. The compassion in me started coming out. And I said, no, Dominic, don't fall for the con. And I looked away again. And then I looked again at the photo. And this little girl is holding a toddler, and she's in the corner, and the toddler is asleep. You, you can't, you can't. So 40 families find themselves in this situation where they're looking at being homeless on the street, migrant families, because they're 60 days and, and the shelter system is up. Boy, has this administration opened up a can of worms because where, where does it stop? Every migrant family in the world is going to say, Nueva York, Nueva York, let me just get there. And then I got kids, and they've got to take care of me. Let's cut through the nonsense. That's what it is. Let's call it for what it is. But maybe I'm getting a little soft. You, you, can't, you can't have children sleeping on the streets of New York City. You can't, you can't do it. You, you just can't do it. So in that regard, Adams is correct. But boy, how do you kick out American students from their school so that you can bring in migrant students? What, what are you smoking? And I'm serious. Maybe somebody was uh, hanging out a little too late last night. What are you smoking? I would have fired the chancellor if the chancellor came to me and said, we're going to remotely move out these American students for migrant students. It's, it's, it's political suicide. But Trump, so you got these uh, two journalists. I think they were, I, I can tell by the voice. They were not, they were not reporters. They were, they were uh, cameramen, soundmen, producers perhaps. People get caught on a hot mic. Always assume there's a hot mic somewhere, no matter what you're saying. He, he, he. They're making jokes about assassinating Trump and JFK style in a, in a convertible while they're awaiting for him to show up at the, uh, at, at, the, uh, at the courthouse. But in regards to Trump, there's a woman. Her name is Angela Stanton King, right? Trump's a racist. Trump's a racist. Trump's a racist. I've been telling you folks for years, the man is not a racist. I've been telling you for years that up until when he ran for president, Trump had an excellent relationship with the black community. He really did. Friends with Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Don King, they all were in the same crowd making money together off of boxing where events were held at Trump's hotels. And so this woman, she's African-American. And at 5 a.m., I kept watching her video over and over. And um, she did prison time. And I guess she went to prison pregnant. And she delivered her baby pregnant in the system. 
And she says that uh, she came into Trump thinking that he was a major racist. I want you to listen to her Instagram post of what she says about Trump now. When it comes to President Donald Trump, a lot of people accuse this man of being a racist. I, too, was one of the ones that said, no, I don't want to go talk to that man. He hates black people. That's what they said. But I had a story. I wasn't going to be worried about emotions. I was going to go in with my story and see if I could make a difference. Many of you may or may not know that I served time in a Georgia state prison. And while I was serving time in that prison, I was pregnant. I was transported to a hospital here in Georgia by a police officer. And I was chained to a bed. And I was forced to give birth to my baby with a sheriff watching for a nonviolent crime. I found myself sitting in front of President Trump in the Oval Office and I shared my story. Just so happened that he heard my story. Not only did he pass the First Step Act, overturning the 94 crime bill that massively incarcerated Black America, freeing nearly 20,000 people to this day. He also made it illegal for them to chain women to the bed during their childbirth. This white man that they told me was a racist. Told you he's not a racist, but I, I guess I guess we'll just have to play this out and keep going down with this narrative, and eventually the truth the truth will come out. Let's start with your telephone calls eight hundred eight four eight W A B C eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Kyam in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi. How's it going, Dom? Good. Good. Go right ahead, please. Okay, so I want to know, what's your issue with, um, not these reporters, these cameramen saying what they said? What is my issue? Are, are, yeah. you, are you serious? Um, 100%, because you know what? We have something in this country called free speech, and you could say what you say whenever you want to say. So you, you're asking that these people get fired. Um that's up to the company who hired them that they could fire them or not. So, 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 I'm, I'm, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask you the question again. I'm going to give you the opportunity to save yourself. Are you serious? A hundred percent. Okay. You do understand that you can be arrested by the secret service for what they said. You do um, understand that, right? This is a cameraman. Okay, okay, this listen, 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 listen. It doesn't matter who it is. You do understand that people have been arrested for less as it relates to presidents of the United States. You do understand that, right? That they can be arrested um, for what they say. Do we have a First Amendment, right? Okay, you didn't answer my question. Um, 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 I, never, I, I didn't think of it like that. Well, now that you bring it up, um, I really don't think so. I don't think that they could uh, get arrested. For they could. They Why could. Why would they be able to? But, 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 but I want you to answer this for me. Uh, with all due respect to you, what planet are you on to even suggest that they have a right to say some nonsense like that? And I almost said something that I shouldn't say. I almost used profanity. What makes you think they have a right as they are waiting for the former president of the United States to arrive and they're joking about his assassination? Are you serious? I don't think uh, it's not like a right or that. You know what? Everyone has a free speech, and he got, it's not like they were on camera saying it to the public. Oh. He said it on a hot mic, and he got caught saying it. And you know what? People make mistakes, and he was saying something stupid, and maybe, you know what? I don't know. Maybe who, who knows? You know what? Maybe uh, he was he was he's uh, reading up a, a whole thing. You, about you, you, Kennedy, you do, you do was, know. You was, do know. You do know. The Secret Service takes 
very serious jokes or non-jokes about assassinating a former president of the United States of America. You do understand that, right? Yes, 100%. But you know what? Maybe he just got uh, finished reading history about John F. Kennedy, and he was making that joke to his friend, and, you know, he, he, he was learning it with him. Okay. I mean, you never know these stuff. Okay, do, do, do me a favor. Do me a favor with all due respect to you. If I were you, I wouldn't call another show making that point because it, it doesn't put you in a good light. But I thank you. I thank Listen, you for ra- I think I Go ahead. Um, I don't want to cut you off. Um, Go ahead. I don't think I think I made a great point. And I think throughout the show, I think other listeners will, you know, will say that my point was thinking a little deeper into the situation than just, you know, calling it off and saying these people are a bunch of, you know, it also got my heart uh, beating when they said like Trump assassinate Trump. Of course, like, like what in heaven's name, you know? Never do such a thing. Like, like so. So let me let me, let me ask let me ask but you a question. Let me ask you this question. Do you? It's not allowed. I don't know free what you're. Speech. Like, no, that's not free speech. When you talk about assassinating the president of the United States, that is not protected free speech. What? What? Oh, I. I, I let me make this assumption. You don't support Trump, do you? No, I actually do support Trump. You did. And you don't uh, have a problem. 100%. I'm actually, and, and you, you know, I'm not. I, don't, I, don't, wait, I can't say I support. I did not. I support Trump, but I was not able to vote in the last election because I'm only 19. Okay. And you, uh, maybe you're going to say I'm young. So, you know, I don't have those brains. That I'm able to no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm, I don't believe. I don't believe in insulting people. I don't believe in insulting okay, people. But I, I am. That, but I am uh, going to say that if I were you, I would not call another show trying to make that argument. If I were you. What? But but you you do what you do okay. whatever you do whatever you want. But I do thank you for your call. <laughs> thank Enjoy. you, thank you, and have a uh, a great morning. Let's go to Joe in New York City. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. The bottom line is you're upset, and everyone's upset. Children shouldn't be innocents. Shouldn't be sleeping on the streets. What about the children of homegrown American families who are rented homeless? What about our American veterans who are right outside, God help them, in the high 70-mile winds and rain, eating and drinking out of garbage cans? And if you want to help them, infowithpoorsofwar.org. They help American veterans and their service animals. Okay, wait, 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 Joe, 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 wait. You don't have to talk a mile a minute. I'm trying to follow your point here. So, So you're telling me what? Because you were talking so fast, I can't exactly follow you. Okay. I, because that guy before me took up so much time, I didn't want to okay, waste time. Okay, let's focus on you, because by you focusing on okay. the last caller, you're wasting your time. Okay, what I said was, you're upset, and we're all upset, that no children, children are innocent. They should not be on the street. Innocent people, even dogs and cats should not be on the street. Okay, so wait, so Joe, about- wait, 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 wait. We'll get to your second point. Wait one second, Joe. Okay. If you listen carefully to me, I said that up until this morning at 5 a.m., I did not care, children or not. I felt that they were pimping the American people and they got what they deserved. So I, I, I had your opinion, what it sounds like, up until 5 a.m. this morning when I saw the photo of the little girl. You can go to my social media and see it. Mm-hmm. The little girl holding the toddler. So now please continue with your second point. And the thing is, where is the outrage? 
that there are homegrown American men, women, and children, whole families. If you listen to this show, if you listen to this show, you know that I've focused on what's happened to American veterans. If you listen to this show, you know. See, you can't listen to other shows and then call me and want to judge me for what other people have said. If you listen to this show, Joe, you know that I have been very aggressive in speaking out on what happens to veterans, what happens to American homeless people, what happens to American homeless children. Please continue. And I was saying that American veterans, service animals, and pets are their families. And info at causeofwar.org, out of Long Island, they vastly help American veterans. And okay, okay. So, so, so you see, you're going off on a tangent. Now this is the second time that you have given out this this uh this email address and they they may be very uh uh good at helping veterans but but you're calling me on an agenda and your agenda is you're trying to pump this website. So I could say that you really don't care. You're just interested in pumping this website. You 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 did it twice. Their coffers are are empty. And I know they help veterans. I've seen them help veterans and help keep their dogs okay, alive. But, but, Joe, but right now I'm not talking about dogs. And for right now, I'm not talking about veterans for right now. I'm talking about children of migrants. That is the issue as of right now. But 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 I hear you. And I, I thank you. I, I thank you for your call. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. Uh, yes, I agree with your earlier call. I, I disagree strongly with your earlier caller about uh, uh, these reporters. Uh, they should, at the very minimum, be questioned by the Secret Service. And they may. Cannot, and they may. They may. Yeah, I mean, you cannot make the way to me. It sounded like they were setting up a plot. I mean, you know, sometimes you know. Yeah, I, I don't think they were setting up a plot. To be honest with you, they're too stupid. Um, mm-hmm. to, to, they, they're just stupid and, and, uh, they don't like Trump and he, he, they thought it was funny until the secret yeah, service I, knock on their door and then we'll see yeah, how well, funny you, it is. You, you, they have to rule out everything. And, and they I mean, do. You know, being this went out on the air and they do, uh, you know, I look, I'm not saying they should be arrested, but they should be questioned about that. And I, you know, I, I, I I've always been under the assumption you could, you could, talk just about anything, but you can't make jokes and you can't talk about the assassination of a president. You cannot. Okay? Other- you cannot. You cannot. Yeah. Norman, thank you so much for the call. Before I take a break, let's go to Johnny on Long Island. Good morning, Johnny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic. This is severity of a... Anybody talk about assassination of president absolutely despicable. Now, look, I'm not a fan of Obama, a fan of Biden, but I remember during those years, especially with Obama, there's some people I would talk to, and they make that comment. I said, you know what? That's despicable, because that, if that ever did happen, God forbid, there would be so much turmoil in this country like you never saw before. And I don't wish on any president, whether we agree with them or not, number one. Number two, years ago, I was listening to Howard Stern's show when he was on the radio, and some knucklehead calls in, and he's, he said he wants to assassinate one of these presidents, and, and uh, Howard you can't say that. You, you know, you can't make that comment like you did before, saying that you know, you're, you're going to be investigated. Sure enough, the next day when the show started, Howard Stern made the comments. You know what? I got a phone call from the FBCI. Want to know what time that call came in, and they investigate that person. And people have to realize you cannot make that comment. It's, it's irresponsible, and it could be lead to something. Sometimes you, you can't leave any stones unturned when people make that kind of comment. Period. And those two, those knuckleheads. Oh, those reporters should be investigated, period. They're not, they're not exempt from anything. They right. should know better than that, period. Right. 
they, 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 um, Johnny, thank you for the call. The, you know, he, 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 they thought it was just so funny. Trump, Trump should be, Trump should be assassinated. He, 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 it was just so funny. Time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Saratoga, Pennsylvania, Cincinnati, and Manhattan. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. He, he, two uh, reported journalists, but I don't think they were journalists. I think they were cameramen. Um, and, and I do have to tell you folks this. Uh, there, there, are, there are some uh, cameramen that have very colorful personalities. And some of their personalities are very different. Very, very different. Just, just I'm not, I'm not rationalizing what they said. I just want you to understand that uh, there are some camera people with very, very different type uh, personalities. And so these two clowns that should be fired immediately, and they should have already have been identified, joked uh, in D.C. about former President Donald Trump being assassinated. Even if he has his window open and he's hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of the truck. <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah. Or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like if he just pulls up like, like JFK. Auto, yeah. It's like a JFK, <laughs> a Lincoln. I think it's one side of the bit. No, oh. Maybe someone, just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. <laughs> it's so nice out. And you see, if, if you listen, they, they, they were patronizing each other with, I can top your assassination story. I've got a better one. Let, let's do an, a convertible. And they just thought they were just so funny comedians. Ha, ha, ha. Let's see how funny it is if in the next couple of days, knock, knock, knock the United States Secret Service. They take it very seriously. And to our first caller, you do not have a First Amendment right to threaten the life, joking or not, of the president or a former president of the United States of America. The Secret Service takes it very seriously. We see all of your calls. Also, the other issue, I don't understand the logic of government officials in New York City. So the migrants are displaced because of the weather, and you basically pull remotely school students from a Brooklyn school so that the children of migrants can go to school, but the American children, good luck with that. 
And one mother was yelling at migrants. She has had it. How does it feel that you kicked all the kids out of school tomorrow? How does it feel? You feel good? I hope you feel good. I hope you all sleep really well tonight. Why are you yelling at them? Because I have a right to. That's why. That's why. Because I'm an agitated mother. That's why. Yeah, look at that. Why are you yelling at them? Because I'm an aggravated mother. Mayor Adams, I I hope you're paying attention. You're going to motivate people to turn out and, and vote in ways that you did not know was possible. I hope that you... Who would permit something like this? And we didn't even get to Governor Hochul yet in her state of the uh, state of the uh, state address and how she plans on cracking down on shoplifting. Things are so bad that cracking down on shoplifting has to be part of the status of the state address. That's how bad and dysfunctional things are. But anyway, as I mentioned, the migrant situation up until about 5 a.m. this morning, I had zero, and I mean zero, compassion for them, the migrant families, because it's called pimping and it's called free, free, free. The sucker in all of this, unfortunately, is the American taxpayer. But after seeing the photo and uh, about 40 families, uh, the 60-day rule, they are looking at being thrown out families with children out on the street. And after seeing the photo of the little girl holding a toddler child in the corner, kneel down, you, you, you cannot, you cannot have children sleeping on the street. You can't do it. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Susan upstate New York. Good morning to you, Susan. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Yeah, this situation, I mean, I understand what you're saying also because I'm a child advocate. Uh, you know, I worked um, with crack babies and families um, back in the 90s. Um, and the kids, they're innocent. But the families and even, okay, so just follow me. I really want to know your feelings about this. So we have, like, all these um, non-governmental agencies like Catholic Charities. They're down, um, you know, in South America. They're, uh, you know, part of the whole organization that brings these people in. Most of them, they're going to claim asylum, but we know from past experience, only a few of them actually qualify it's, for it, you, asylum. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to make the case, Susan. It's called gaming the system. What's the point you're trying to make? Okay. All right. Well, I'm just trying to say, all right, so why doesn't Catholic Charities, you know, now they see what, what the result is. I don't know what their intentions were in doing this. But so now these people are getting moved out. So I guess new um immigrants or new uh, uh, you know uh, people that are just allowed to come in 
are going to take their place. So why doesn't uh, why aren't these non-governmental agencies, which are supposed to be not for profit, so they 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 should take responsibility? No, 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 no. Why should they automatically take responsibility? The bottom line is every organization, if they're not getting paid, they're not going to step up. That's the bottom line. And but if, they and did get paid. No, they, they got they paid got, to bring they them got in. Paid, they got paid for the first 60 days. No one is guaranteed payment after the 60 days. And no organization, is. they, they may take on some, but no organization can financially afford to take on all these migrant families if the city is not picking up the check after the after the initial 60 days. And the city well, has said the city has said you got 60 days and that's it. You have to reapply. That's not what I'm speaking about. They were involved before they came in this country in other countries, counseling them, giving them uh, they got paid, I think, by the federal government. There's like a whole, this is a very okay, organized okay, but, but Susan, situation. Susan, and, and Susan, I got to move on to other calls. But the bottom line is this. The city of New York has said, the new system, you have 60 days. And after the 60 days, you have to reapply. You have to get to the end of the line and you have to get out of the system. So you can't change the rules in the middle of the game. The city of New York, who's paying this, I understand what you said about the feds. The city has set forth, thank you for the call, has set forth these rules and that's just the way it is. Cheryl in Cincinnati. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, there are so many topics that you'd have to be on for hours to talk about all of them. Um, I didn't call about the um, cameraman, but I have one comment about that. These guys obviously were not alive when we experienced the assassination of John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, and Robert F. Kennedy. They have no idea the kind of trauma that they're even talking about. They're they're, they're they're stupid. They 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 don't know. They think they're smart because they work in the media and you know they they can press the on and off button of the camera and they think they they think that they're rocket scientists when they're really stupid and shouldn't be working in media. But please continue. Yeah. Anyway, I, I called about the migrant children and everything. Um I taught um, early childhood education for 25 years and I saw some, you know, really horrific stories with children that were being neglected, that weren't being taken care of. Um, and it, yeah, I'm like you. I mean, my heart goes out to the children of these migrants, that they are the victims. They had no choice in whether they came here. Their, their families just, you know, took them. Here we are. Now they're being kicked out on the street. You know, but, if this but, was, but, but, Cheryl, but, but, yeah. but. Mommy and daddy are using the children as pawns. Let's not yeah. let's not forget that. Mommy and daddy yeah. are saying, look, look, look at our kids. You, you have to give us shelter, food, health care, education. That's not right. What about these kids at the Brooklyn school that are being displaced? That oh, is not right. No, th- that's part of my point. They again, they have more rights than Americans. We're pulling American children out of their schools who already have lost a lot of schooling because of the covid issue. And but what I was gonna say, going to say is that the children really had no choice. Yes, they're being used. I agree. And in America, you know, if we don't, if my parents didn't provide housing, if they couldn't provide housing, you know what happened? Children's services came in and took the children. Right, but but there's but there's a big difference. Those are, and I got to move on, Cheryl. Thank you for the call. Yes, I know. The, those are the, what you're referring to. 
American children. There's a big difference. America cannot police the world and support the entire world. Can't happen. And if you're displacing American children from education to give an education to migrant children, there is something terribly, terribly wrong with you. I don't care if you're the mayor, the school's chancellor, whatever. It just shouldn't happen. It should not happen. I've got to take a break. When we come back, the chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter and more of your calls from Saratoga to Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Los Angeles. WABC. These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Before I get to Governor Hochul, have you seen the video? Oh, oh, rats, right? Mayor Adams uh, hates rats, and uh, I got to side with him on this one after seeing this video. You have to see the video. A pack of rats, and I mean a pack, like 12 to 14 to 20 are bunking. They're sleeping with a homeless man under a blanket. I don't know if they were sleeping. I've always wondered this. What happens on the streets of uh, New York and America when people are sleeping on the street and rats, do they bite them? Do they just look at them as furniture? I, I don't know. But a homeless man was sleeping on the ground underneath a gray blanket with just his shoes exposed at the end of a subway platform. So in the video, you can hear nearby strap hangers. They're giggling. uh, And then you see a few rats run away, right, from the blanket towards the subway track. So the man that's filming this walks up to the sleeping person and says, yo, and movement can be seen under the blanket as the man repeats, yo, a little louder which finally stirs the homeless man. As the homeless man pushes the blanket away, more than a dozen rats, I mean like 20, like they were on the same team, and they all ran towards the platform. So I don't know, I'm sure if the rats would have bit the man that he would have felt it, but I mean, I guess they wanted the warmth of being under the blanket, but it was like 20 rats. And I'm not talking about mice. I'm discussing rats. Some of them looked as big as cats. And the whole army ran off together. Anyway, now, Governor Hochul is declaring war on shoplifters as she details a new policy plans from her state of the state address. Across our nation and our state, retail theft has surged creating fear among the customers and the workers. Thieves brazenly tear items off the shelves and menace employees. Owners go broke replacing broken windows and stolen goods, driving many out of business. These attacks are nothing more than a breakdown of the social order. I say no more. The chaos must end. For the very first time, we're launching a joint operation 
between federal, state, and local law enforcement, along with a brand new state police unit to crack down on organized retail theft. As I said, we used this approach with illegal guns and it worked. I'm also proposing to help those business owners with a tax credit to help them cover the additional security costs. And I'll work with the legislature to strengthen penalties for assaulting a retail worker or fostering the sale of stolen goods online. Let's get it done. Let's back our businesses, back our businesses and the workers with the full force of the law and punish those who think they can break the rules with impunity. How about this, Governor? With all due respect, just arrest them and send them to Rikers. And let them sit there for a little while. They have to be arraigned, but arrest them, just like I said the migrant protesters. Arrest them and send them to Rikers. Because if you do that, then they wouldn't be bragging this morning. I'm talking about the, the, uh, the protesters as it relates to the anti-Israel protesters. They wouldn't be bragging this morning about how they shut down traffic in New York City. Send them to Rikers. The bragging will stop. I promise you, the protesting will stop. Just send them to Rikers. And like, like, like the inmates, you know, there's one officer to 60 inmates. Good luck with that. You wanted to protest, so you got to pay the price, right? One of the, uh, one of the uh, protesters, a couple of them, as it relates to blocking traffic, uh, they, they wanted to beat the charges, right? Isn't that an absolute phony? So you, wanna, you want to uh, hold people up, and then when it's time to, to face the, the charges, you want to beat the charges. Joaquin in Pennsylvania, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. How you doing, buddy? Hey, you know what? I want to point something out. It wasn't that long ago, a 70-year-old gentleman who was like 300 pounds, poor health, you know, church member, but he posted some stupid things, you know, about what he wanted to do to Joe Biden, I believe, on Facebook. And the FBI SWAT team went to his house, and they basically gunned him down. Uh, well, well, no, well, well, no, 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 no. He, the man had numerous weapons. You got, yeah. we got to tell the whole story now. Yes, he, we do. Well, you know, you know, right, better, right, right, you know he, me. right, right. He had numerous weapons, and apparently, according to the story, he did not initially surrender, according to what law enforcement said. Uh, I don't know what happened, but you're right about the situation. Listen, folks, to the first caller, I I wish the young man well. I I don't believe in attacking people, but it's just not wise to think that you have a right to threaten the life of the, and thank you for the call, of the president or the former president of the United States of America, because that's almost guaranteed, almost guaranteed to get you a visit from the United States Secret Service. David in Ohio, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic, love your program as always. Thank uh, you. That first, caller, that first caller, Joe, I mean, okay, you have a First Amendment right to free speech. That does not include screaming fire in a crowded movie theater. That does not include screaming, I have a bomb, when you're on an airplane that does not include threatening the current former or any past president or probably any member of Congress. It does not include that. 
Yes, you have the First Amendment. Yes, you have free speech. But there are limitations. Absolutely. Absolutely, David. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good Good morning, Dom. How are you doing this evening? Good, good. But please go good. because okay. we have a lot of calls. Quick. I know you don't have a lot of time. But by the way, that 19-year-old kid, young, naive, immature, maybe learn something listening here tonight. You can't do that, son. You cannot do that. That's not acceptable. Maybe he'll learn something tonight, Dom. That's all I got to say, all right? Put it to rest. You'll learn something, hopefully, and cut that nonsense out. And, and, hey, Dom, you really do have a heart. Hey, Dom, did you visit the Wizard of Oz? Are you the Tin Man? And they gave you a heart. Oh, that's wonderful, Dom. But, but you're right. We should have compassion for the kids. We don't, we don't want to encourage them to come to this country illegally, but they're here not of their own volition. Their parents brought them here. We got to still take care of the kids. The parents, I don't know. We got to figure no, a solution. No, 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 Rocco, Rocco. We, meaning collectively the United States, we don't have to do anything. I am just stating that I have compassion uh, for the kids. And, and, and I, I, I am a bit uh, annoyed at mommy and daddy because mommy and daddy are used. Thank you for the call, Rocco. Mommy and daddy are using uh, the kids as human pawns to receive services in America. That's the bottom line. Quarry and Rockland, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom, how you doing tonight? Um, so, uh, yeah, I actually wanted to comment about uh, the kids, uh, migrant kids and everything. Uh, I actually was going to kind of go into what uh, the last caller was just saying is that uh, I don't know that I would say, I mean, uh, sure, the kids are innocent because they're children, but they're really more of they don't have a choice. The choice isn't theirs. Uh, most of them, they're young. And uh, not for nothing, um, we're going to be reaping <laughs> reaping the repercussions of, of what's going on uh, right now for years, decades, because those kids, it's, it's just like anything else. You know, in a poor area, look in a poor area. And how many kids get out of the out of the ghetto, wherever the ghetto is uh, in the world? It's a small percentage. These kids are going to grow up sitting on their on their parents' back, their mother's back, where they're, where they're selling candy outside in the stores where they're not supposed to be. The things that were were uh, uh, shoplifted, and and they're not going to get. They're not. It doesn't matter. They go to the schools. There's, the percentage is still going to be low versus the amount of 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 ones that are here that actually provide into society. And, you know, we feel bad because we see a little kid. We have kids of our own. We're like, oh, my God, my own kid. But the truth of the matter is they're going to grow up to be adults. And you know what you're going to say to them when they're sitting out there uh, scamming you, robbing you, or whatever it's going to be? You're going to be saying different words to them. But guess what? They were all once kids. When we're like, they're so innocent. Something's got to be done. Something's just got to be done. It's, it's The kids thing cannot continue to go on and be like oh but the kids we feel bad for the kids it's got to stop well well, well, all all the sensitive feelings well how about this close the border keep keep the border you know keep keep the border because mommy and daddy are going to pimp their kids as long as we let them Corey, thank you for the call david in los angeles good morning you're on talk radio 77 wabc 
a lot of topics tonight give me high blood pressure, but let me, I know you're short on time. I'll stick to the migrants in the schools. First of two things. First of all, you're telling citizens that they don't have to go to school now? I thought kids had to go to school. So what are they going to do now? Is, is the plan for them to sit home, Dominic? No, no. It, apparently it was remote learning. But if it's going to be remote, why don't you put the migrant children in one big cafeteria with a computer and let them do the remote learning? You don't do that to American school children. I want to know who came up with this plan. Was it the chancellor? The chancellor has all these deputies and deputy chancellors and all of these deputy mayors. And and when Mayor Adams holds his news conferences, there's nine people at the table. Which rocket scientist came up with this idea? And here's another. Here's a second problem. I know we're short on time. These kids do not speak English. The schools are taught in English. So what happens now? I don't know if all these teachers know Spanish. Uh, so that's going to be a problem. And then you have to quote unquote dumb down the class to teach the Spanish kids what's going on. So you're getting denied a true quality education if your kid is in the school. This is the most outrageous thing I've heard yet from all of this. And I'm certain now that these are not people with America's best interest in hand. It's communist Marxists here to purposely take down America. No question about it. That's what's happening. Citizens alert. Citizens alert. Your country's being purposely taken down by left-wing dictator communist wackos. And the people of New York need to rise up. And it might include baseball bats. Well, we're not, thank you for the call. We're not advocating violence in in any way. Uh, Thank you for that call, David, in Los Angeles. I'm now joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So I'm just curious, before you, oh, well, I was going to ask you a question. Real quick. How would you, Carmine's a little little kid now. Yes, I know he's in preschool. Right. But how would you feel if he was displaced at his school for migrant Well, kids. I mean, in some ways, we're dealing with that because we're applying today to get him into universal pre-K, which would have been free, but for the budget cuts that the mayor is implementing to pay for these migrants. So, we're going to have to pay uh, probably, wow. I, I don't know how much, I think it's about three or $4,000 that wow. we wouldn't have otherwise had to pay, but for these migrants, and I feel terrible about What do you have coming up? Uh, Boeing 737s are grounded. We're going to get into it with Dr. Sky. Also, this mission to the moon Looks like it's not panning out exactly as we'd hoped. We're going to get into it. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, coming up right after news headlines.